The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi, good afternoon. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on SEMSynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes, or all of the above, which is always the best option. Our guest today is Andy Liu, co-founder of Buddy TV and an investor. Uh, Virginia will talk to Andy about community building, leadership in business, um, community, of course, being hot right now, especially as we get into more and more social media optimization activities. But right now, I think the topic for the preamble to the show is going to be, what is the news? Um, some interesting research coming out of Microsoft advertising about multi-screen or multi-device consumers. We're not really sure on which it is. Yeah, Maybe it, both. It, it's kind of unclear. The way the, the news bite here reads... It sounds like they're, at first, it sounds like they're talking about people who are using more than one screen, people who are dual screen like we are here at the office. But actually reading it a little closer, it seems like what they're talking about is multi-device, being able to access a video online as well as on your phone, as well as maybe on your TV if you have you know some kind of like PlayStation or something that you can connect to the internet that way. Well... I mean, from the standpoint of uh, media and advertising and things like that, certainly it does matter uh, the the format of the device you're using, right? So if what we're dealing with is mobile devices, I think that the behavior of a person and how they engage with ads and interactive media is going to be different from if they have two screens sitting in front of them on a, on a home computer mm-hmm. or a work computer. Um, I think that... You know, it's a lot nicer to be able to watch a movie on a large screen than a small screen. Right. But at the same time, it's also really nice to be able to pull up just on your phone and be like, oh, did you see that cool whatever video, you know, some viral video? And then you pull it up on your phone and you show it to someone. And yeah, it's not going to be big and beautiful like on your screen. But if all you want to do is show someone the Old Spice commercial, it's real simple. Just be like, look, and then it plays and you're like, haha, wasn't that funny? You should go back and watch them on your computer because there are 186 more well the hard part is even some of the videos um we've gone to dinner and had people at the table sit there and start playing videos you got to see this video and the, the whole the whole party has to sit and watch and actually they're funny so it's okay <laughs> but you watch a video in restaurants 
there's no way a person's going to lug around a computer to do that at the table. I mean, a mobile device, clearly you can get away with that. Right. Especially right. In, in small, intimate groups. But um, it, it does seem to be a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Hey, I can access this on more devices, therefore I'm going to access it on more devices. That makes sense. It does. Yeah, I mean... The logic's there. You know, people are like, it's getting better, so I'm going to watch more stuff. Well, yes, that's kind of how it works. Well, the other reason more people watch more stuff is because there's more people with stuff watchers. I mean, (laughs) you got the capability... And there's more stuff makers, for that matter. Yeah, and there are. How many days of content are uploaded to YouTube every hour? I mean, it's it's literally that big of a difference. Well, okay, now I'll pick another news topic. That flies hand-in-hand in, hand in the face of what ASK is doing. Right. Okay? ASK is backing away from, we have so much content, we have to have an automated index, to, okay, ask the question and we'll have a human track it down. You know, when I first read this, I had this vision of these humans sitting in cubicles, receiving a question. And, it, and what they have on one screen is a question, and on the other screen, they're Googling the answer. <laughs> I, I, had, I hate to answer it that it's way. like when you call your co- credit card concierge service. Hey, where can I get a 10-gallon bucket of popcorn? And they're like, oh, well, now that I've Googled that for you, you can go here. <laughs> I do think it's a little bit uh, more sophisticated than that. I oh, come on. <laughs> they've got the whole, like, they're not just hiring a room full of question answers. They're letting people say, hey, I'm totally willing to be the expert, the go-to person on topic um, sumo wrestling. So it's kind of like the whole social Facebook thing, but, like, for answers. And, and we've seen these before with, like, Vark and stuff. Yeah, how popular is any question and answer service aside from Yahoo? Right. Well, Yahoo Answers is based on a research centric thing where you really need an expert to be able to answer the question. Not, hi, I did the query in Google and got, you know, a million results, all of which have the same answer. Right? If I ask the question, uh, and this is a strange question, uh, it comes with a story. Uh, four o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning. One time when I was in high school, my mom called home because my dad and my mom were out at friends. Four a.m. They call and she asked me what the gestation period was for an elephant. And this was really for those of you who could figure months. it out. It, it was yeah. yeah, it's eighteen months. Yeah, and it's a long time. It's a long time, and it's not something I would normally know. And I had to go look it up. Well, on Google, that's the kind of answer you can get from a million places. But if it's something more complex, then certainly you need an expert to answer the question. Very much like SEO or, you know, some of these. What what is exactly the way this tag works? And and the thing is that you only need one answer, right? Um, Similar story. I was reading something the other day and discovered that the reason that somebody had created, like, moving pictures was so that they could see whether or not a horse had all four hooves off the ground in mid-gallop. The article I was reading did not answer the question of whether or not, like, they, they just moved on past it because that wasn't what it was about, but I wanted to know. So I went to Google it, and I got a million different results. All I needed was the answer, yes or no. So in that case, ask service would have been better because it would have just told me, yep, all four ho- hooves off the ground. But I, I yeah. don't see that it's got a giant base. 
they're definitely moving themselves back to a niche service. Anyway, it is time for a quick break, but when we come back, we'll be joined by Andy Liu. There is more SEM Synergy on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E-Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. The Jerry Abram Show. Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hi, this is Virginia, and welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm at Blue Glass LA, and I'm joined by Andy Liu, serial entrepreneur, an angel investor, and the co-founder of Buddy TV. Mm-hmm. And you can find um, Andy on Twitter at AceLIU, um, and as well as your blog, InspiredStartup.com. That's right. So I wanted to get you on the show after I heard your presentation here on uh, when to bootstrap and when to... Um, Raise money. <laughs> Raise money, exactly. Um, and you spoke on both sides, as mm-hmm. the entrepreneur as well as the investor, um, and that's an interesting point of view. Um, and it seemed like, though, an important point from both standpoints, whichever side of the uh, coin you're on, um, that passion and an emotional connection is really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, you know, one of the things that that uh, you know comes through real quickly with an entrepreneur is you can tell if they they really believe in the business or you know they're just kind of putting their toes in the water just to see see if something will work and you can kind of tell if either they're desperate or they're 
they're just trying to make a fast buck and and that's not not uh, uh, me as an angel investor that's not really what I'm looking for I'm looking for someone who's willing to walk through walls to make something work that are super passionate realize that there's gonna be some tough times in building a business and that they're they're gonna stick with it and they also can see the long term not not just a short-term buck and I think that's interesting because a lot of times I, I don't know if I mean you're obviously saying this doesn't ring true but sometimes I think of um, business success and passion as being on two ends of a scale and you can't really have the two coincide um, yeah I think that's an interesting point so so there are entrepreneurs that do succeed uh, just just by sheer you know what I just want to make the fastest money possible um, but I do think that that's few and far between because most entrepreneurs I know that are successful actually have to go through a really tough time uh, or it just takes longer than they expected. Uh, none of my businesses have ever worked exactly as planned. And so having the ability to uh, persevere and have passion and so forth, I think, uh, increases your chance for business success. doesn't decrease it. Um, and it's a similar kind of paradigm shift that you play with on a post on your blog recently called Leadership is an Oxymoron. Mm-hmm, Can mm-hmm. you explain that? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I was uh, talking to a few other entrepreneurs and CEOs, and it's it's interesting to note that uh, it, it really is a little bit of a, an oxymoron or, or a different take on how leadership is. A lot of times we have misperceptions uh, like, hey, uh, a leader should, should always uh, dictate, you know. A leader doesn't need to dictate. What they need to do is lead, and by leading, maybe they're they're uh, helping people arrive at answers. They're help, you know, they're asking the right questions. But really, what they do is they enable uh, people that work for them to actually succeed. And so that's that's really where I see leadership coming through. They they become much more of an enabler rather than a, a dictator um, in today's leadership uh, society. And especially, I don't. I mean, I feel like we've gone through quite a shift since, like, you hear about like worker bees, you know, of, of the olden days. And now, the really successful pe- companies are those that, like, are more hands off and let mm-hmm. people's creativity just kind of thrive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I totally agree. I think that, uh, um, you know, the 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 days of building a manufacturing plant and having everybody do a specific role. Um, works in certain industries but when we're talking about online or if we're talking about creativity and a lot of the the innovation that's happening really comes from having a team that's capable of thinking outside of the box innovating iterating and coming in of thinking about solutions and so forth and if you as a ceo or as an entrepreneur are doing all the thinking for your company you are not scaling your company well um so then Let's take this over to Buddy TV, which is uh, at the internet space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a community gathering place for television watchers. Mm-hmm. And um, your company, you, you kind of, in reading about it, just realized there's no like social interaction going around uh, television. And um, and it, it's interesting because it kind of brings the old media in mm-hmm. line with the new media. Do you see this closeness continuing um, with the old and the new? Uh, absolutely. So if you were to look back at how people were watching television 50 years ago, they'd be sitting on their couch and just focused on the television, and that would be it. And then maybe the next day they'd go to the office and, and talk around the water cooler, what happened on TV last night. 
today it's much different, right? So if you were to watch someone watching TV, they probably have their iPad open. They're probably doing email or texting or doing homework or they're doing something uh, as well as watching TV. And then as soon as the show ends, they don't wait till the next day. They go on on, on Twitter or, or on Facebook or on Buddy TV, and they're uh, they're finding out more about their shows. They're digging deeper, you know. And so um, I, I see that coming uh, even more into fruition with with some of the new hardware devices and so forth, and that people are becoming more and more social regarding the entertainment they're watching today. Um. So then, if you were putting your um, investor cap back on. What kind of characteristics are you looking for in a company that you think, or what What are you looking for? How do you recognize when you've got a winning idea on your hands? Um, I think first and foremost, I, I really am looking for uh, the entrepreneur and, uh, and maybe co-founders and so forth, but really looking to see... Um, how they're thinking about the space because I'm really betting on them. The idea is is secondary because the idea a lot of times you find out is the wrong idea. It's how quickly can you iterate, and so I want to know, um, you know, what have the founding team really done to invest in the business? Have they put their own money in? Are they uh, working nights and weekends? What are they doing to to kind of show that they're very passionate, dedicated, and they've put their money where their mouth is you know they've they've done what it takes to kind of get to um uh, meeting with me or meeting with other angels that can prove that they've got something great uh and then two is you know i'd like to see scrappiness i like to see that they're they're willing to to meet folks and so forth and they don't take no for an answer and so they're constantly out there saying hey it you know what it's hard to get a client but i'm going to keep on scrapping and i'm going to be very creative about how we're going to go go about doing that so you kind of see those characteristics and i i want to bet on the entrepreneur and secondarily i want to bet on the idea Okay. And then there was an interesting question posed to you at the panel, which was, would you rather um, look for a single driving force or a team? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I am looking for a team. So so if there's a single driving force, it may not be a co-founder, but it may be... You know, uh, a VP of technology, it may be, uh, you know, a VP of marketing or, or, or what have you. But I want to see, you know, who has the entrepreneur really surrounded himself with? Has he or she surrounded themselves with high class, world class rock stars or are they are they are they not very talented? You know, I, I really want to see that. And I want to have a feeling that these guys can uh, can execute for the long term as well. So they're not in for the short haul. They're in for the long term. It just seems again and again that I'm hearing about um, the connections that we're making with others and the internet as an enabling device in that. And you have a community site. So Mm -hmm. do you have any tips for gaining traction or ramping up that community and keeping the community engaged? Yes. um, You know, community is, is, uh, is an interesting thing. I don't, I don't think there's a formula or a playbook for how you, how you, you get to community what i do think is really important is how do you engage and listen to community and so you know we may launch a product um but what we want to do is is how do we get feedback as quickly as possible and how do we iterate and then we can find out from uh not only our 
quantitative logs, so Google Analytics or what have you, to tell us, hey, are we moving in the right direction? But we're also getting qualitative. So I like calling up people, uh, people who spend a lot of time on Buddy TV. Why do you come to Buddy TV? What are you using it for? Why are you telling your friends? What do you tell them about us? And really get a good sense of, of why our customers are using us and then using that to help us iterate. And so uh, if there's anything that I've learned about community is that, that there's no uh, playbook but um, uh, the playbook really is how, how quickly can you innovate and make sure you're m- meeting the community's objectives and the goals of the community and a lot of times you might be surprised by what the community wants and you might even be surprised by who the community is and so until you understand that I think um, it's very very hard to predict um, you know where the community wants to go is there an, um, a feedback mechanism that you'd recommend I know you just said you know you actually like personally reach out to individuals but yep. uh, is there a more like automated process for that feedback so so we do a couple of things one is uh, we do look at our analytics and that that everyone should do um, two is we have a feedback button on the top left hand corner of our site if you go to our homepage send us feedback it's very easy to send us feedback um, three, we actually do automated surveys. So if you come onto our site, we'll select a random sample, and we're constantly surveying people on our site. Um, and then four, we look at our, um, our registered users and find out who's our kind of core audience that spends a lot of time on our site, and then we'll select a sample of those to call on a regular basis. Very interesting. Thank yeah. you very much, Andy. Thank you. All right. So, again, you can find Andy on Twitter where he's A-C-E-L-I-U and on his blog, inspiredstartup.com. Again, Andy Liu of uh, Buddy TV, thank you for coming on SEM Synergy. Thanks a lot. All right. More SEM Synergy. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Affiliate Marketing Insider, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, are on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka sound all the time? In my new book, ka How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays. I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Virginia, and I am here with Susan and Derek. And before the break, I talked to entrepreneur and investor Andy Liu about how a good idea 
vital energy and an emotional connection all comes together to create a great startup. And there isn't just one thing that says a business for success. There are many parts to the equation, and that's like online marketing too, which is funny because sometimes a client will come and ask for help with their site, but they'll turn a deaf ear to recommendations they don't want to hear. I mean, Derek, as a client liaison, do people shrug off the kind of 101 part of SEO? Um, kind of frequently, actually, at least some aspects of it. I think in a general conversation, I find that nobody logically argues that fundamentals are important or that basics are important. So I think everybody on a, uh, a logical level completely is on the same page. But what happens in the practical application is we get a lot of excuses or reasons that are actually very legitimate versus uh, what can be done or what they're going to want to skip. So we run into things like uh, I don't have the resources or my setup doesn't let me do this. Uh, I've got a really crappy CMS that doesn't allow me to change certain things. So we run into some legitimate and not so legitimate issues. But then we also run into uh, the mindset. And therein lies, I think, one of the more challenging things that we as as an SEO agency run into in terms of uh, getting that buy-in that we need to do the fundamentals. Yeah, as an example, um, so the title tags, let's say, uh, that's a very common one, and, and it's actually a subject of an article I'll be writing very soon here. Uh, we often hear, I don't want to hear about title tags. Don't talk to me about title tags. I already understand title tags, blah, blah, blah. And we're usually fine with that. Okay, we'll move on to something more uh, complex or more uh, uh, big picture-ish, I suppose. But in the end, when we get through everything else we're recommending and we start the implementation process, we still find that regardless of what they say they understand or know, nothing is changing with those title tags. And we end up in a situation where we have to go back to fundamentals and explain that, granted, you're right, you're not going to become an SEO superstar by fixing your title tags or, or working on them and focusing. On the other hand, they're such a fundamental part of what we do that you're actually handicapping yourself by not just getting them cleaned up and straightened up correctly the first time around and you're having to do everything else uh, a little bit extra in order to make up for not just taking care of a simple fundamental basic. What we find is, is the, the, there are various... Uh, things that we run into with different size agencies that we deal with as a client. So uh, let's say a very uh, small mom-pop shop, you know, a couple of people all hands-on. So the person running the company is the person who's the client contact, who's the one who's actually doing the web update, something of that nature, very small. Uh, we find that resource isn't so much of an issue. It's it's more a matter of do they understand? Is there a, is there the mindset that allows us to communicate that this is an important issue? Please take care of it. Even though by doing so, you're not going to see your rankings jump overnight. You know, this is just something that you need to have straightened out right up front as just a basic fundamental. When you start getting into larger agencies, there do start to come in serious. Uh, resource issues, generally the manpower is, is what that word quote-unquote resource is referring to when I say that. Uh, they don't have the hands free to just take care of things and then so there are prioritization issues that the rest of the company has to figure out that I'm not able to talk to. So there becomes a realistic limitation there on what we can and can't get done. Uh, we also find that there are often uh, uh, just set up systematic uh, issues that truly prevent things being done. A very bad CMS system, for example, doesn't give you the freedom uh, to make a lot of these changes and it creates a headache uh, or even an impossibility to make some of these fundamental changes. So th- there, are, there are different levels of obstacle that we face and some are easier to, to get around than others. Do you see a lot of, because this is my sense of it, is that we get a lot of people coming in saying, 
why are you telling me all of this basic SEO stuff? I hired you guys because you're experts. I want you to tell me the expert stuff. And what that comes from is a fundamental misunderstanding of the idea that you can just jump to that expert stuff, that, mm-hmm. that there is no need to lay the fundamentals or anything like that, that it's, that it's not a base, it's a progression. It's like, oh, you're trying to teach me stuff from five years ago, not you're trying to teach me things that are going to form the basis of all of this more complex expert stuff. Correct, and I think that that becomes the, the basis of, of, of my job is to help explain that mindset, to help uh, uh, to get the client's buy-in and, and understanding so that the technicians can do their job. So in my role, I have to help explain and get them to understand that you're absolutely right. This is SEO 101. We've heard this before. This was stuff that you know used to make all the difference in the world 100 years ago, and today, it isn't going to make you jump, but on the other hand, uh, it is structurally, you know, a fundamental that you you should have in place because to not have it there, to have terrible title tags or to have them all duplicated throughout your entire site, actually creates a handicap situation. So, you know, do you want to be at a negative or do you want to be at a zero? You know, wh- where where do you want to be? And and sometimes I have to use illustrations like, uh, okay, when you were a kid and you wanted to play basketball or whatever sport turned you on. Did you get in there and suddenly just wanted to start playing on the all-star team, or did you have to go and learn how to take just basic free throws over and over and over and over and over again until you could do them with your eyes closed? There are certain fundamentals you can't get around in order to be a star, in order to do things right, even though that by themselves you will not inherently become a star just because you do them. So it's having to explain that particular mentality, and in most cases it's successful, but sometimes we do run into... Uh, Complications with that, right? Right. Right. I, I was thinking of it like learning to play an instrument, mm. right? Practicing your piano drills, and so that you know, learning the scales and, and learning to read the music. And if you don't know how to do all of that, yes, there are people who are just musical prodigies who can sit down and be great and marvelous and wonderful and have never taken a class before in their life and they never have to practice and they're just naturally that amazing. But you know, not everyone is a brand new movie site coming out with all the link popularity in the world because everybody wants to link to them and can overcome any obstacle. Correct. I mean, you're absolutely right. So the one, the people who are not willing to do the fundamentals or feel that it's not worth the time and energy, let's get to the real meat and potatoes, those are the sites that really should not have an expectation of SEO success. Now, they may achieve it, and we can see many examples where that works, and that's also the argument is that, hey, if these guys are doing it, why can't I? But the bottom line answer is is that if you're not going to do the basics, the SEO 101 stuff, then you have no right to expect the success on the bigger picture. Right. And in that case, you're just basically succeeding in spite of yourself. Correct. Anyway, that's all we have time for for this week's show. Thank you to our guest, Andy Liu. Check out SEMSynergy.com for more on this week's guest and topics. You can follow us on Twitter at SEMSynergy. We'd love to hear thoughts on the show or any marketing questions you have, so feel free to send them through Twitter or by email at SEMSynergy at BruceClay.com, or you can always talk to us right in the Webmaster Radio chat room. There's a new show every week, so we hope you'll join us next time. Thank you for joining us on SEMSynergy.